Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is with another really good friend of mine, Danny McGrath. We talked about his new app that he's developing, a little bit about life, and then just generally bantered around for like an hour. It's a really fun conversation, I hope you guys enjoy. Before we get started, don't forget to follow me on Twitter and on Instagram, at John Craffy Pod. that's J-O-H-N-C-R-A-F-F-E-Y-P-O-D, it's the Who Are You People podcast. And without further ado, let's jump into the compo I have with Danny today. What is up? You just said you were going to Seattle. What's that about? Yeah, so I'm going to Seattle in October to tour Bungie. What's Bungie? Bungie is a game development studio. They make the Destiny games. Oh, no way, really? Which, honestly, they made Halo, too, like a while ago. But I, I don't really know much about the. I didn't play much Halo, so I didn't really follow. They stopped making them at some point, but... That's really cool. I kind of stopped playing Destiny, too. Why? But... Well, okay. My Xbox, I played Destiny 1 all the way through its life cycle, and then I played the beta for Destiny 2 on PC, but mostly I played on Xbox One, and then last summer, was it last summer? At some point, my dishwasher, <laughs> bear with me, my dishwasher caught on fire, and okay, right. so it melted right. while it, it was on. with the Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> no, it put itself out, I think. But I wasn't home when any of this happened. I was actually out of the country. I was in Aruba. I got a call the next day from my parents being like, all your stuff is gone. I'm like, what do you mean? No. I lost my Xbox, a bunch of keyboards, a router, uh, some monitors, like all my electronics pretty much ruined, really? except for my laptop, which I had with me, and my desktop, which was in my room. But everything else I had in the basement. The, the dishwasher caught on fire, sprung a leak because it melted a hole in itself. And then continued to run water through my entire first floor. No. It dripped all the way down into the basement. It was like coming out of the ceiling fans and, and light fixtures in the, in the basement. basement. It was just dripping right onto the TV. Like everything in the basement was destroyed. That's awful. Yeah. I think that claim is still going on. It is still going on because I haven't gotten any money back for any of that stuff. It's like a couple grand worth of yeah, electronics. I mean, you totally. After depreciation, it's probably half that. But, but still. The way it works is if you once all of your itemized stuff has been approved for replacement, which it hasn't yet, a year later or whatever. Well, I mean, those things take time. It takes a long time, but it's mostly just like insurance companies being difficult. Yeah. Um, once that's approved, the way it works, for me at least, is like I could go buy a new Xbox One and they would reimburse me for it. Or if I just want to check, I can take a 50% reduction on it a depreciation I would, I'd take the check I think I'm just gonna cause I could return the Xbox after if I wanted to yeah definitely I think that may or may not be insurance fraud but in theory I could do that I lost yeah. an original Xbox and an Xbox One and they spec'd both of them to be replaced with Xbox Ones so I could go buy two Xbox Ones return one of them oh yeah do and, that you know what I mean yeah do that later like uh, you know what I mean I don't know I haven't done it but at this point it's been so long I kinda just wanna take the check have the money I would do that for all of the other stuff but the Xbox because what's that, an extra $200, $300 on top of it? I mean, dude, yeah. you're a broke college bitch, come on. No, I know, but like buy it, like take the check for everything except the Xbox and then actually buy the Xbox? Yeah. Yeah, I, again, I haven't really decided. I haven't played Xbox in years now and I haven't really had a, a desire to. Yeah. Um. But when I mean, my friend invited me to go to, he got invited to Bungie to tour there. He invited me. So a whole fire team of people, which is like a group of people that you play destiny with. Um, 
myself, him, some of his friends from high school, we all we all used to play the game. Oh, and in, you in all high were school. going together. So we were the fire team. It kind of the dates didn't really line up for everyone to go, but I think gotcha. four people out of the six that played, or four of the four of the five that used to play, um, are gonna go and, that'll, and tour that'll the company. Be really cool. But it's just gonna be like. I don't know. I don't know how much money I'm going to be spending there. Probably. So like if I get the opportunity to like get the checks from the insurance company quickly, I might just hop on that, get the money. Although I got the flights really cheap. Boston, round trip, Boston to Seattle, uh, JetBlue there, Alaska back, $295. Oh, that's chump change. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Sub 300 bucks round trip to Seattle. I'm only going for a weekend. But still, that's... Yeah, the original awesome. plan was so my buddy that got the original invitation to go there is on co-op right now at a cybersecurity company in San Francisco. Oh, nice. So, he has an apartment there and it's a two-bedroom p- apartment, but he's there by himself. Mm-hmm. He wants people to visit him because he has like self-esteem problems and stuff. Oh yeah. So he course. got a bigger apartment so that other people could come validate him. Yeah, exactly. And on top of that, like, you know, compensation. <laughs> anyway, so he wanted all of us to come there Columbus Day weekend. That's in October, right? October, mid-October, some long weekend. Yeah. Um, Bungie couldn't do that day because all their devs are, like, leaving for the long weekend. Oh, of course. So they could have done it, but there wouldn't have been enough people there for it to be interesting for us. Mm-hmm. We took a different date. So instead of going to San Francisco, hanging out with him for a day and making sort of a longer trip out of it, taking advantage of the long weekend, we're just flying into Seattle and out of Seattle. Gotcha. So staying in a hotel two nights. I don't really know what to expect from Bungie while we're there. That'll be, that'll still be like a, it'll be spend cool. some money there. It'll yeah. be really, really cool. It'll be worth and it. I totally for sure. think that it's absolutely something worth doing, but yeah, it, like you said, it'll definitely hurt the pocketbook a little bit. Yeah, a little bit, but I mean, knowing about it this far out, I can kind of, not spend as much money mm-hmm. leading up to it. Although I'm yeah, going to New York City kind of in a couple weekends a too. There's a long Why Labor Day is coming that? up. Um, Why are you going to New York City? I'm going with my girlfriend. Ooh, We're spending a weekend there. Nice. Yeah. How long have you two been dating now? Uh, officially a month, but like not bad, not bad. Basically, since the middle of like end of last semester. Yeah. So no, I totally like April that. basically. Yeah. Um. You know how things go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a long, long backstory behind it that I won't get into, but it's all good now. (laughs) It happens, you know? What have you been up to? What are your plans? Um, You're wrapping up your co-op, going back to classes. The end of August. Yeah. It'll It'll be interesting. I've been working for almost eight months now. That's a long co-op. It's a long co-op. It is. So but, I mean, I've I've been getting a lot of really good, really good opportunities out of it. Since I extended, I've been given so much more responsibility, and I mean, that's what we're there for. You know? So, what did you start doing when you went there, and what do you do now? Like, what kind of progression yeah, sure. did you go through? So, I actually started doing uh, React Native like mobile app development while I was there, and um, that went well. I learned a lot about that. It really helped me, kind of make the decision to switch over to um, React Native for my app. And so it's been going so much faster, too. I've got Lucas working on that with me. Your personal app that you've been working yeah. on? Do you want to talk about that, or you want to keep it a little uh, bit under wraps? 
you can come back on again once it's out and talk about yeah, it. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. Give um, it some plugs. Let's just say... Um, give a little sneak preview of what people yeah, might Yeah, I mean, expect. I can give you the base idea yeah. of it. It's, uh, you know, for anyone that wants to go do any sort of recreational activity, it helps you answer the who will play with me and where will we play. So... Those are the big problems it solves well yeah i mean like you know i I, like growing up playing hockey it was always hard to find people that wanted to go do like a stick and puck with me at a rink and i think this will help solve those kinds of problems for people that enjoy being outside and playing sports or indoor playing sports i mean hopefully we can build a product that people use and then expand to a point where we're incorporating like private venues as well into the app yeah, be really cool. I remember when you were first talking about the concept of this idea, and I was like, "Is that a thing people want?" And I guess it is. Well, and there is there is some similar thing that already exists, right? That you're trying to improve upon there significantly. Is. Um, there are two things that we found that were uh, potential competitors in the that very small market. Um, the first one it was only for table tennis and tennis <laughs> which you know okay even more niche than us yeah and then the other was to find it is a tinder but for friends <laughs> <laughs> isn't that what you, tinder is you guys can't see it but i'm making air quotes <laughs> yeah tinder's for friends yeah you know? sort of sort of yeah, sort of friends <laughs> okay so it shouldn't be easy for you to sort of take this over i mean as well, long as you if you play your cards right you should be able to take it yeah i mean we got to start small. That's, that's, there. that's kind of the big thing that i've come to realize is we got to really start small with our scale right um, but you're putting a lot into your production like a lot of effort mean? you're putting you're putting a lot of effort into the actual development of the of that oh yeah i mean because you've been working on this for a long time now. yeah i mean it's been kind of like a free time type of thing but that doesn't take away from uh i know that i personally like things that I make to like look good, presentable and work well. And, um, I know Lucas feels the same way. Yeah. And so he's been, he's been ramping up his work lately and that's been really good because now we actually have like data transfer in the app. His contribution to the app. He's been ramping up. Exactly. Now you're living at home, community co-op. Now yes. you're going to be back in Boston yeah. in September. And Lucas is where right now? He is in Westport. Okay. Mass, is he is, coming back to Boston well, he's as well? Technically, in like Little Compton, Rhode Island, which is like right on. Oh the wow! Yeah, but that's like hard to get to. You got to get. It is. That's like going to Hull, Massachusetts. Yeah, because you got to get up and around into like the the fingers of Rhode Island. Exactly. It's in there. Yeah, I have family that lives in Little Compton. Oh really? It's not a big town. It is not a big town. No. It's very not a lot happens. Town. It's yeah. a it's a nice place. It's gorgeous. Yeah. And yeah, and so he'll he'll be back in August as well. So then because you guys are really going to be able to put the... Well, yeah, we're sharing an apartment oh, next year. So there you go. it'll be like, I mean, right now I'm kind of working on a website UI for his job right now. Because... You're, <laughs> you're doing his job? No, 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 I'm not doing his job. His job is lead sailing instructor slash like operations. He's basically the operations manager at the this uh, sailing club in Westport, Mass. And so their website, um, for lack of a better word, sucks. And so I, I decided I'd make like a kind of prototype UI type thing for uh, him to 
show the um the board members to sell to them like to to see if they'll hire you to actually exactly implement it on there yeah. why don't you just tell them to use like squarespace they did oh my god not good so they just it's like a creativity problem not a well yeah they just butchered the way it looks and i'm honestly how it functions like tabs take you places they shouldn't go um it just renders like an html skeleton and then it like fills in with the css yeah it, it, i mean i'm not bashing like the the anything they use to make it but like the i i assume the steps that they used to make it were just faulty yeah because i mean even if you have those tools are great things like wix things like squarespace yeah. they make it really easy to do the technical aspects yeah i'm not too familiar with the types of like uh preset themes that they have but i would imagine that if you stray away from those things and try to do everything on your own even without needing technical knowledge if you don't have design knowledge you're gonna end up with something that's just yeah and no i mean bueno. all of that is if you don't initially have the technical technical knowledge to do it i mean if you have the ability and know how to already like design and build and implement a website it'll generally come out better because it i mean you can tailor it better i mean you can incorporate the things that they use you can always like look at their developer tools chrome right. window type thing and see what they're doing to make stuff work but i mean pretty Which much is, everything is documented these days online yeah you and can i just mean teach yourself it's convenient that someone like you can come along and do it for them because not a lot of places will have someone on hand unless they're a sort of tech company they're not necessarily yeah. going to have someone on hand that has those skills so. and someone that will presumably take a pay cut compared to like everyone else on the market because anyone that will do it for them that isn't a student or yeah. a legitimate professional is going to be way more expensive yeah they're gonna are. they're gonna charge probably like five hundred dollars for a website which, are you charging them for i mean it, it depends on if they're willing to, I mean, if they're willing to have me do it, I'd probably ask for like 200 because a fraction of what they would be. Yeah, exactly. Ask. And I mean, from what they want, it's not a complicated website. If they incorporated any sort of like, f like form transfer or like ha need a database for it at all, then it becomes a little bit more of a difficult <laughs> endeavor, but like way to absolutely ruin anyone that worked on that website. They're like, it's not complicated. We couldn't do it. Like, it was so hard. Well, no, I'm not, trying to, I'm not this trying to bash so them. so complicated. It's just like, all of their stuff is just kind of tabbed to an informational page. And so, it's just, I mean, I mean, it wasn't, I'm not trying to be a dick. <laughs> I know. But I know. I'm just saying that it could be done better. From a professional standpoint. <laughs> I feel you, I feel not you. Not considering myself a pro professional by any stretch of the imagination, but. I'd like to say I know how something should look. <laughs> so aside from your app, your side projects, mm -hmm. what you've been doing at work, is that pretty much all? Have you been on this sort of professional grind since you started co-op? Oh, have you absolutely. been doing anything I mean, like fun or entertaining outside of that? If this doesn't that? say it at all, you still have I a have girlfriend about... or is she gone from all this? No, no, no. I, I still have a girlfriend. <laughs> We're still going strong. That's good. Good to um, But no, I've been on that grind pretty much the entire time i did go to boston calling that was really cool you went yeah how many days did you go for? i went for the friday and saturday okay two i days. didn't want to see travis scott i just i have no interest in seeing his live performance i've heard it's not very good really i've heard some people say it was good and some people say it was bad yeah i mean i, think... I was super impressed by 21 pilots 
like super impressed. Really, dude? They were at one point. They were literally on platforms. They were crowd surfing platforms with drum sets on them, and they were both playing on the crowd. Okay, it was it, that's, <laughs> that's come impressive. On. You, you can't you can't beat that. Didn't I didn't go to Travis Scott's actual tour? Didn't he have a roller coaster or something built up in the? I don't know. Probably. That was some. You got to you got to make up for the lip syncing somehow. Some people really liked it though. Some people didn't. I don't know if it's like Travis Scott super fans. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sure it's a good concert for people that really enjoy him, but I'm I'm not really into him all that much to begin with. And on top of that, I don't really enjoy going to kind of more uh, hip hop R and B concerts because they tend to just rap when it's convenient for them. Yeah. I saw. I like full performances of songs. You want to know who I saw that wasn't yeah. on that day? It was Anderson Pock. He was on the Saturday, and he was unbelievable. He was playing drums while rapping. Really? Yeah, really cool. Drums and you know, I saw someone at an open mic play drum. Was it? No, they weren't playing drums and rapping. That's hard. Oh yeah. But I get it's probably cool sound. I heard someone play guitar and rap once, but drums and rapping is. Well, I mean, that's kind of what you want. Like, his, that's a good, you can yeah, get a yeah, beat going exactly. With that. And all of his songs are like that big band sound with horns and keyboards yeah. and like drums. And so, him playing, him actually playing and then singing the and singing slash rapping the entire song is really impressive. Um, but I was really there to see. I mean, I re- really wanted to go on the Friday. That was like my day. Who was on Friday? Greta Van Fleet. Ah, uh, wow. I didn't know they're a British band, right? No. They're not British. They're American. I did not know that. They are from Michigan. They're from Michigan. Yes. Did not know that. I know that they sound exactly like Led Zeppelin. Exactly like Led Zeppelin. And I think uh what's his name? Robert Plant. He commented on that. He them said something. He's yeah. like, uh what? <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm sure he doesn't like them because you know I, they'll never be as successful as Led Zeppelin. I mean they they will never. They won't be just because of like the time period they're playing in. But they're a fantastic band. Oh, they're good. They're they're good because they're Led good. Zeppelin's good, and they're well, the same. That, they're like, very similar. The entire band is talented. The singer's got a crazy good voice. Um, the guitarist he was going on rampages of like solos throughout the entire time. The drummer at one point went on an eight minute solo. It was incredible. Yeah, that's... and the bassist was like shredding. You ever hear you can't that really uh... as a bassist, unless you're like the bassist for uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers? Is that Flea? Is he the, is he the bassist for Red Hot Chili Peppers? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that bassist. I have you ever heard the um? That's a Led Zeppelin. What's the song called? Oh, Moby Dick. It's a Led Zeppelin song. There's a live version of it where mm-hmm. John Bonham goes on a 19 minute drum solo. Oh yeah, I mean. It's absurd. I mean, you can't argue that he is. Uh, yeah, yeah. The top five, if not time. the greatest drummer yeah. of all time. Yeah, he's self-taught. Yeah, absurd. I mean, I feel like any sort of good musical talent is somewhat self-taught. You can't. Well, just, yeah, I don't I mean, think you can just take a yourself. random person and teach them to be good at music. Like, I'm pretty sure there's stuff about how his style is like super hard to replicate. Like, the way he plays, just because he was only self-taught. And probably fueled by different drugs. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, everyone is. I heard something about... uh, I'm definitely going to, like, misrepresent what I heard, but 
something something in the 70s or something people did so much coke what? okay yeah yeah <laughs> people did so much coke and coke influences your brain to like high frequency noises more so songs that were made in that time period were mastered to really favor the high end and when people listen to them now a lot of times when you see um albums from that era remastered on spotify they're remastered because they're too on the high end because they were mixed in a time period where so much coke was being done by artists and producers that they were mixed to sound good if you're on coke by having those high ends so do you show think- through more so they get remastered to sound good when like like they're just more more balanced sounding so do you think at present the reason why songs are so bass heavy is because like lsd influences your brain to enjoy deeper sound well i don't know if i mean you can't say that lsd is like <laughs> as prevalent now as it has been in the past well yeah but i mean and there's even that's songs like the only that... only big party drug i ever see anyone ask for at any of those things but listen to listen to like psychedelic era music right that that's, music that's was designed it is making a comeback. Yeah. It's designed to like not make sense unless you're on acid. I've it, never done coke I mean, or Saturday, acid. This is just stuff that I've Yeah. I mean, me heard neither. from other people's you know. experiences. Um but it makes sense. Like if you're in a certain, you know, you have this sort of state dependent enjoyment of things. Yeah. This sort of state dependent I mean, memory. If you sense. write a song and produce it on acid, it's probably going to sound cooler if you're on acid. Your logic makes sense. Yeah. Sound. <laughs> you know? People say things when they're high and you're sober and you're like, what are you talking about? But to them, it's this like profound theory that they just concocted in their mind. But if they're high again and then hear that same thing, they probably think it's profound. It's funny. The, uh, the Saturday Boston Calling thing was um, Tame Impala was the headliner. And I had never heard of Tame Impala until Me I started either. getting ready to go to that concert. You start listening to his music? Yeah, it's really good. I mean, it's Which all psychedelic rock. Psychedelic? Though. Yeah. Psychedelic rap. Rock. Rock? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like a psychedelic indie rock type thing. It's really good. And his visuals were crazy. Oh, it's crazy. Damn. But. I've never been really into that scene of rock. I mean, like, sort of. I'm selectively into it. I've been. Do you like Pink Floyd? I just see. Yeah, yeah. no, I know. Like Pink your Floyd's facial expression like describes really how thing. I feel. But some people love Pink Floyd, though. I mean, I people get who it. love Pink Floyd love Pink Floyd. Well, yeah, and it's not unenjoyable to me. But I don't understand. I like, don't go the, out of my the way drooling to behind it. it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, any any sort of rock that I like listening to is like rock. It's like that hardcore. Yeah. It's more high BPM type rock. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel you. I can't do like the slow rock unless it's sometimes though. Sometimes you need that. Yeah. All right. So I just had a brilliant idea. Let's hear it. So we were just having a little conversation about property investment and how knowledgeable we aren't about it. So on that note, right? Sure. Global warming. Right. Of course. I want to have a I want to have an official episode about climate change at some point. But before 
myself and the audience is educated on how that works, I'd like to propose the idea of investing in properties that are predicted to be waterfront 50 years from now. So that way, when we're retiring, the properties we invest in are orders of magnitude more valuable. You want to know what I say? Take it a step further. (laughs) You want to hear it? Yeah. Buy houses that you think are going to be underwater (laughs) in 50 years. Free swimming pools? No. Max out on your flood insurance. Boom. You get your money. Oh, wait, but... All right, I'm I'm not really familiar. You live on a river, so you might be a little bit more familiar with how flood insurance works. Yeah. I don't know how flood insurance I works. I have no idea either. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. Because it seems like if you buy a house for, you know, $300,000, and you have a $300,000 flood insurance policy, and then the house goes under, you know, now you get $300,000. So where's the profit? True. What's the, what's the black that, box? That, like, that, would, be, that would be the now question you have, to ask. You right? have your money back, and your house is still underwater. Okay, all right, we're going to revise this idea. <laughs> all right. Ready? All right, ready? Buy houses that you think are going to be underwater in 50 years. Okay, so step one remains the same. Exactly. Yep. But then waterproof them. So there's still air inside? No, 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 Turn no, no, them no, into no. like... No, 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 no. Waterproof them and then stick a really large tube out the top. Like, you know those like Jeep Wranglers with those snorkels, snorkels on them? Oh yeah. my God, no. No, those are not gross. Yes, they are. Dude, you can drive through deep puddles with those. Where are you ever going to cross find, rivers. Where are you ever going to find a deep puddle? Bro, I don't know. Take your Jeep to wherever they film the Jeep commercials. I do not see that little asterisk on the bottom <laughs> that says, Not a real course. course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you were just driving do down that. my road. You saw... Well, no, there's no puddles on it today. Then you rent it's out, out but... fucking Atlantis. Dude, this... <laughs> so you want, you want to invest in properties so 50 years from now when Atlantis. they're underwater, people are going to pay money to go underwater into your waterproofed house that's still full of water. So it's the not, waterproofing... It's not full of water. What do you mean it's still full of water? Have you ever seen those hotels that... Okay, so it's like an underwater hotel. Yeah, exactly. Okay. No, but that's like, what you're saying. No, you do that tube. on like a street of houses, and then it becomes like Bikini Bottom slash Atlantis. Do you and connect then people them? People can live out there, SpongeBob fantasies, because you know those kind of people exist. Are you going to connect them with a tube? That's a good question. So Maybe. I think the more, um, the, I think we the more likely scenario, pills. like no, I don't think houses are going to be underwater. I think the houses are all going to have like three feet of water in them. So it's not going to be like, oh, so you just, I don't think we're going towards like an Atlantis wonderland. I think we're going towards like a gross kiddie pool full of pee and like wild animals living in your house. So what's, what's the profit technique for that? His mind still works. So what you do is you buy a bunch of houses, throw them on stilts and then bam, just elevate them state forever. Well, it's funny. We were actually down in um, we were actually down in the Keys for a vacation last year, I believe. Yeah, last year. And so when we went down, it was right after the, it was right after you know the big hurricanes that were like, the one came in, the second one just came like, right up there, right after it. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. And so we went down. It was like devastating. I don't quite wait. When area. was this? Because hurricanes hit that area all the time. Yeah, I know. But it was remember like, like the one? series of like three terrible hurricanes that hit like the Keys and 
uh, Puerto Rico. Oh, yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. The one that left Puerto Rico, like, in the dark. For exactly. Probably. It's for still, months. It's probably and still there's dead. there's still probably blackout yeah. areas there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you were in the Keys. Yeah, so we were in the Keys. And first off, it was awful how much, like, the hurricanes had ravaged the area. There's trash on both sides of the road the entire way down that was, like, 10 feet high. It was crazy because they have nowhere to put it, so they just stack it next to the road and trucks come and try and ship it out. But um, what, what we were talking, we were talking to one of the people that lived down there, and he was saying that you couldn't move back if your house wasn't on stilts because they'd actually just made it a law that your house had to be lifted now because it's just not safe to be. So, so the people it's that, a thing they can do. They actually can lift a yeah, house up. Yeah, you put on it on silt. Yeah, but I, it's really expensive. And if you can't afford that, like I guess you're just homeless. Sell it to someone who has or, the money. Yeah, to, you sell it to someone who has. But the now money. the value is so much lower because it needs to be exactly. Damn, that sucks. Here you couldn't do that. You couldn't put a house in New England on. Oh stilts yeah, because it has a foundation of the ground. I mean, you can still there, they don't do, do it. That. You just have to like un unconnect disconnect disconnect all of like the sill plates on the uh yeah sitting on oh the you know a lot about concrete don't you tell I, me about concrete tell you about concrete what do you <laughs> not want for to, that long though because i'm gonna fall asleep concrete. Yeah. hold on i gotta throw this thing in my good idea journal um, you have a good idea journal oh do i have a good idea journal you want to spill sure some you good, have ideas? A good idea journal oh, i have too. a good idea journal <laughs> you want to go back and forth and like dude i found ideas i found some some not some r-rated good ideas um not like bad r-rated just things that i i don't really they're not good ideas <laughs> All right, here we just go. Just don't don't say this out loud, but just read the first one in your head, just to get a a, a vibe of where my good ideas are going. Write a book. Titled. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's that supposed to be like? A Fifty Shades of Grey. I don't know. I didn't write. I, I have no idea. I did not write that. Soft core. I know it's no. <laughs> what are you on about? Uh, all I'm right. sure that'll get cut out. All right, ready? Here, here's one of my good ideas. Let's hear it. Dude. You first. Dude, I come up with these things sometimes when I'm, like, in the shower. I'm like, this has to be done. Like, yep. no one has done this before. And this is, what, this is what ends up coming out of my brain. I think I'm kind of smart until I reread them, but in the moment. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you just think you're, you think you're on top of the world. All right, ready? This is a good idea. A store that opens after all other stores close. So basically just the Amelia's business model. <laughs> no, 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 no. For those of you Worse. who don't know, Amelia's is a uh it's like knock Chipotle. Chipotle. <laughs> it's a knockoff Chipotle that's open until two in the morning for all yeah. of the uh, drunk college students in the area. There's there's three of them in Boston. There's one by Northeastern, there's one in Fenway, and there's, there's one, one by, by BC. BU. No, BC. Oh, it's by BC? Yeah. Or maybe there's four. Maybe, yeah. I'm pretty sure there's one by BC. Anyway, this business model is even worse than that because instead of staying open late, being open 24-7, it literally isn't open when other stores are open. And oh, it only, so only opens open when other like stores close. That way they get until all the business. Six in the morning. Yeah. When the least amount of people are going. But if I mean it really depends on what the business is, but I I could see that being a thing. Uh, it's a bad idea. Like, it's, let, it's really let's, not. Let's, I mean it, it, it's, it's kind of a unless, bad idea. Well, I guess unless you're a nightclub or a drunk food place. That's a bad idea. But I believe that 
if you came up with a yeah. really good drunk food that, uh, and stayed open that late early i don't i don't really know i can say. see how i thought it was a good idea but like now again rereading it there's no context it's literally just a store it says store that opens after all other stores close like okay, okay. a store for what like that. is this marshall's is it is it a pizza place is it a convenience store ready? i have no idea give me something better than that though all right here we go ready airbnb but for parties so That's... you airbnb houses out for parties oh who would do that that's a crazy idea. I don't know if it's, it's a crazy good or bad, idea, but it's but here, crazy. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here, I I've thought about this more ever since because I thought it was a really good idea. Uh, it's trademarked already. Nobody can. Take it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but um, someone please make this. But Danny has his own app, so you can rip this right out from underneath his brand. But the idea is part of renting it out is there's a cleaning service for afterwards, so you have. A, like relationship with cleaning services in areas and after the party they come in and clean it up but there can't be any damages for that's like part of the contract for those people will the damage them though i understand that but you can always charge them for that yeah but a house is so expensive are people really well i'm sure some people are willing to you're not here's what you're not going to get with that parties in nice houses that's true, but do you really care where you're partying if you're using this app? It depends. Are we talking about, like, college freshmen trying to go to some ratchet basement party, or are we talking about, like, formal wear cocktail parties? No, not parties? formal wear. We're talking, like, grungy, yeah. grimy parties. I'm sure that that concept exists for sort of formal wear cocktail parties. I'm sure oh, there's yeah, really absolutely. rich people that rent that's, out their houses literally for those just sorts Airbnb. of parties. That's Airbnb. Airbnb used for that sort of thing. I mean, you could. Oh, and no absolutely. One would know. I mean, there are houses by me that just rent out for people to party on a lake. So I'm sure that anyone that's trying to throw like a nice cocktail party and look a little bit more bougie than they probably are will just go on like a really nice Airbnb and rent it out for a night. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. What other ideas do I have? All right, your turn. A lot of these ideas are uh, podcast concepts, actually. You know this. I've been, I've been wanting to do a podcast yeah, I know. for a long time now. Uh, since uh, September of our freshman year. So almost two years now. Yeah. That I've just been like writing stuff down, planning it, being like, nah, it's hey, not a good idea. finally got it idea. going. We're finally sitting down. There's a mic in front of me. There's a mic in front of you. We're talking. That's what it's all just, about. Just talking, man. It's all, it's all it's about. But yeah, I have a lot of podcast ideas in here that may resurface at some point, depending on how well this one goes. But uh, See, my, I'm excited for, for what we're doing here. The beginning of my idea journal is really basic stuff, and then it turns into just extreme. So here's an example. The beginning starts with stuff like VR social media. Which would be really cool, but, I mean, not everyone has access to VR headsets, and AR is still barely... Oh, did you, did you see the, um, the AR thing for Minecraft? Years ago. Was it years ago? When HoloLens first got announced, and they were like, we can put Minecraft on this. And no, like it's through a them. phone. Oh, no, I did not see that. It's I'll check it out. really cool, because, like, they're on their phones, like, zooming in on like land and breaking stuff and is it all stuff. like in the in your actual world yeah so you turn so it, like you can your put world it turns into well Minecraft. so here's the thing they put like this in this little tiny castle on the table right 
And the, but then when you zoom in onto it, it can become like part of like uh, your AR experience. So it doesn't like Minecraft your house, but no. it puts a Minecraft world on your table. And then you can like interact. walk and then you can like zoom in and walk around it and that kind of thing. Whoa. Dude, I, think I was okay. That would be just to take super, that a step further. Cool. I was talking to a guy that works at Lockheed Martin. Yeah. Huge defense company. Also, have you ever looked at their website and looked at the actual projects that they're a part of? Lockheed Martin? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I actually, so uh, Mercury does some, some of their business stuff with them, is so I'm sort of familiar with it. Very yeah. futuristic. Like Dude. the laser that takes down drones or it's compact uh, fusion reactor that should fit on the back of a truck and power a city. There have been steps on that recently. recently. I don't know. You just I, like stumbled upon it? Yeah, I was kind of looking at their site just because they interested me, but like, I was also really looking into like if there had been any advancements in fusion recently. Yeah. I can't really speak too much about advancements in military technology cause I work on it. So oh, right, I'm not, right. I'm oh, not, I'm right. not like security clear, but I don't want to like say something this is things that I've overheard and like, accidentally cool, be like whatever. Oh, knock, knock, knock. Yeah, no, I get it. Like we're seizing all of your brains or something. I don't know what they do. So continue with what you're saying. What was I saying? Oh, so Lockheed Martin, HoloLens. This guy just got his hands on HoloLens 2, which I didn't even know that HoloLens 1 released. For those of you that don't know, HoloLens is a augmented reality goggle made by Microsoft. And you put it on and you see your world normally, but then there's software... Overlays. There's like software overlays. I think there's a little screen in front and they position things on the screen so that your brain interprets it as if... Um, these, these figments are real. So, well, so the way it works is there's like a glass shield in front of your eyes and then it's projected on either backwards or forwards. Cause it has a camera, I think on the front yep. that takes in the image and then it three dimensionally covers stuff with, yeah. Like so you end projected up image, you end up with a 3d projected imaginary fictional thing superimposed on your real world so you can see you could walk through your living room and for example minecraft like you could you have these goggles on you look at your you look at your coffee table and it's like a minecraft world on your coffee table yeah and you reach into it and it's not there but you can still see your hand so it's cool it's your reality but it's augmented hence augmented reality anyway this isn't like a consumer device which i just found out very recently and they just released hololens 2 isn't out for consumer it's out so the thing is it's so expensive and there's not really a lot of yeah, practical consumer yeah. uses for it i mean the only people that buy it are big companies that yeah want to experiment with it i mean i think our company our division in our company is like when they first started they were dedicated to trying out new technologies and seeing how they could be applied how they could be applied in the medical field so the first thing was they had this keyboard that responded to 3d gestures over it and so they were trying to do something with that for doctors to interact differently with their keyboards and stuff yeah my just a little sidetrack my my cousin nick i think you've met him maybe not probably he's working he's on co-op he's at a startup they make it's called python they make this uh it looks like an apple watch but it's not it has electrodes on the the wrist side of it and it measures the the nerve signals to your fingers so they can tell they actually did a presentation at northeastern and i went and Python did they so they were part of a um it was kind of more of an upperclassman thing that our 
coordinator was like, yeah, just go and talk to people. And so Lucas and I went and they were there showing it. Yeah. And it is really cool it's how cool. well it works. Too, yeah. And is, he's done a lot of work crazy. since he's been there working on um, some of their software worked really well on PC, but didn't work on Mac. Something to do with the way Bluetooth on Mac is. So he worked on, I forget the details of it. He did something to do with porting that application to work on Mac for, I think it's a development side thing, but so their developers could use, uh, work with the software on Mac a little bit more easily. And they actually, I don't know if they released it, but this library that allows Bluetooth to work in this specific way, something to do with Bluetooth and Java on Mac is like weird. Yeah. They made a library that makes it easy and it's, it's like open source now. So I think you can go and you, I don't know if you do any of that development, but I don't know. We can talk about details more later. I don't really know. But anyway, yeah. back to HoloLens. Sure. Lockheed Martin, this defense company, got HoloLens 2. They've been working on this tech with HoloLens 1 a little bit. What it does is they can fly a drone over an area once and like scan it and do like LIDAR detection and stuff. And they can create a 3D topographical. Um, environment and load it into the hololens and then they have these rooms that soldiers go into before they go into combat and they simulate different scenarios that they could encounter in that area so they could fly over like a village and then the soldiers go into this room and navigate the village they look for points that you know could be hiding oh that's really cool. hostile people or whatever yeah um I didn't get a lot of the details on it, but basically it's used, they simulate different combat scenarios within an area that they've scanned over. So they get to learn the terrain as well as be prepared for um, different scenarios, That's which really is really cool. cool. And like HoloLens powering that. It was just interesting because this HoloLens 2 came out and I didn't know that HoloLens 1 was a thing people could buy. But yeah, it's really cool. So tell me more about, uh, you got any other good ideas? I got one. Let's hear it. Sorry, I was just reading through mine. Let me find because it. Because there's one <laughs> we that's got very sidetracked. educational overhaul, and that's it's got at least eight paragraphs after it of just stuff that Lucas and I were brainstorming in the car one time. Anyways, continue with what you were saying. So <laughs> here's one. Clothes that are supposed to be wrinkly. Oh, so you're trying to bring, like, wrinkle into the limelight almost so that yeah. people don't have to feel bad about being wrinkly. You ever hear about Untuck It? It's a shirt brand that, it's a button-down shirt, but it's it's cut so that you wear it untucked. So are you, are you just saying that? That idea like kind of like inspired me to is be like, it? yeah, but what if it was cool? I guess this is more of a social project than yeah. an invention. Like make it I'm cool not going to invent so wrinkly that. clothes. I think yeah. everybody already has enough of those. Um, oh, here we go. I've got one that's oh. a long clothing line. A cooler brand of electric clothing. So electric? Like, like so lit up? Yeah. So you know those like shirts like that you could buy at that like, like Disney <laughs> that were like, they listen to music and then they have like the levels on them. And so they'll be like, boom, boom, Whoa. boom, boom. Nope. Well, th- those exist, and um, I was thinking they just look really cheesy and poorly made. Yep, and if I can you imagine. Could, if you could make, like, a super huge grid of, like, multicolor LEDs over a shirt that people could program themselves, that'd be, I think that'd be... Hmm. Along that line, this isn't one that's in my accepted. app, but um, 
actually two car music related things. All right, let's see. One, this one is this one is in my in my notes up. Sync uh, something that syncs up your windshield wipers to your music. Because you know when you're listening to music and your windshield wipers are on and you're like waiting, 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 and then you're like, you're listening to music and it's about to match up. And then it matches up for like two beats. You're like, yeah. And then it goes away. And you're just waiting again. Sadly, Based on your I face, I don't I, think you relate to yeah. what I'm saying. Some, Sadly, someone listening knows what I'm talking about and wants this to be a thing. The <laughs> feeling of happiness and euphoria <laughs> when that happens. I mean, sometimes I get that when people are walking on the street and I see their legs like walking in sync to the music. I'll be like, all right, they're right, kind of yeah. low key vibing with me here. Yeah. But. Okay, how about this? When you ever you're waiting in line to take like a left at a red light or something, everyone's blinkers on. Okay, then, that's pretty cool. When everyone syncs up. Syncs up. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. Cool. So what if there was a way to sync up something like that? I mean, it's a little bit more. It only works at red light. I, you probably can't make that happen. I think but syncing windshield it. wipers to music is a thing that could happen. Yes, but what happens if you're say all of a sudden it starts pouring rain, but then like. Uh, I don't even know. What's okay, a, I know a, where you're What's going. a slow song? Uh, what are like some of the slowest songs you know? Oh. I want to say Somewhere Over the Rainbow, but that's kind of fast. Somewhere. Uh, I sing it. People get mad. So one of my other ideas is is software that auto-selects. The stroke. That's a, that's a slow song. I, so I see what you're it saying. That, it's too slow like, for the rain. Right? Yeah. Okay. So one of my other ideas is software that auto-selects DJ sets. So it basically is a AI DJ. Okay. Super easy to do, right? Anyway. Yeah, sure. So once that problem is solved, what if we could apply that to the windshield wiper music? And instead of having your windshield wipers sync up to the music, your windshield wipers automatically adjust their speed to the amount of rain that there is and, and pick a song to play that goes along with, go it. with it. I guess. I feel like it wouldn't be enjoyable, but it it would be it would make was it a cool, you that I told like, the idea that I was thinking of that Bluetooth earbuds with the uh, heart rate monitor would sync up to the music and then adjust your oh, music yeah. playing That's according thing, to though. like how much effort you were putting into your workout. I think they do that in the Nike Run. Oh really? Oh, um, That's a good idea. I don't know if it's them specifically that does it. I've heard. Oh, excuse me, I've heard of um, heart rate monitor, or I think you pick a song. What is it? Oh, you pick a pace. That's what it is. It's not heart rate. In the Nike Run app, I think you can, you can it'll suggest music that is yeah. your pace. So yeah. if you're running and you're taking steps at a certain speed, you know, that rhythm gets I mean, matched up to a song you know, to help you kind of keep your pace. It makes sense, but, you know, it's not as good. Yeah, the heart rate thing, like yeah, it's a little bit different. I, I was more, confused. That's more tailored, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then oh public bathroom finder i thought you were just gonna say public bathrooms i was like kid they already have those no 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 no, no. you know when you're in a place and you really got to use the bathroom like the Peru. yeah and, and you just don't one. know where the public <laughs> you don't bathroom know where the is around is. you yeah 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 something that tells you Damn, and you could have like thing. yeah but like you can have like an ar overlay of your camera that like, like a gives line on arrows. the floor yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be you throw your so lens on that'd be so useful yeah that would be good something else that I, I this isn't in my notes but i came up with it the other day um a steering wheel cover which i'm not a fan of i don't have one but like imagine a steering wheel cover with drum pads bluetooth to your car or somehow so overlays 
on your music. Oh, that's you know, like cool. you're drumming a lot. Yeah. Like imagine you could just like add drum solos into the music you're listening to and it actually plays through your speakers instead of you just slapping your steering wheel like a psychopath. Man, uh, do you get bored a lot while you're driving? It just seems that, you know, you've got a lot of these ideas to make your yeah. rides more fun. Yeah. Yeah. When I'm not listening to podcasts, I get pretty bored. Right. What are your favorite podcasts? Oh, it, it depends a lot. I really like one that I've been listening to. It's new. Okay, so top favorite, Radiolab. Okay. That's like, I think it's the top podcast ever. Um, second favorite right now, there's only eight episodes out of it, overheard at National Geographic. They're just little nuggets of like National Geographic-y things. Um, I listen to podcasts a lot at work. If I'm doing, if I'm not doing like super technical thinky stuff, um, I can, like I say, I'm filling out a spreadsheet or something boring. Um, that doesn't require a lot of thought. I can listen to a podcast that requires more thought. Otherwise, my go-to, Joe Rogan Experience, just because you can tune out of that podcast. He does a lot of MMA shows. I'm not a huge fan of MMA, but it's still interesting to hear him talk to the guys. Um, and he, he hosts other people too, I'm sure. Like there's some really popular episodes that he's, that he's had. The Adam Conover, Elon Musk. Um, Elon Musk one's interesting. That's, that's, a, that's the only one I've listened to. Okay, yeah. Who else did he have? I just Ross Tyson's outlook on life. And Dude, that was... guy's an alien. That guy is not a human being. He he's, is something special. He is. He has been sent here by some other planet to either save us or... Prepare us for impending doom. I mean, one, one or the other. I think he's going to implant those chips in everyone's mind. Dude, And then send them to Mars hear, so they can't take over the internet. Did you hear about Neural, what Neuralink said in their conference recently? They went, like, MIA for two years, and they just had a conference, like, two weeks ago. MIA for two years? Then, like, no output of information to the public. Okay. And yeah, I, I haven't finally, really been like, following it too discussed much. discussed what they've accomplished in two years, like, Oh, is this the primate research thing? I heard about that. Yeah, that's weird. Terrifying. They want to start doing human testing. I wonder what they have. (sighs) Okay. I I talked a lot with other co-ops at work um, about Neuralink. There's a very wide range of theories that people have. Some people are like, this is immediately going to connect to AI and like the first person to have this is going to just take over the world. I'm more from the school of thought that it's going to be very localized interfacing with a computer just like knowing how the oh, development yeah, no. of this stuff works like that... you can't just connect someone to the internet like all of a sudden their brain is a computer oh That's yeah just absolutely not, not. the first thing they i mean they said the first thing that they want to do is have someone that might not be able to interact with their phone or computer be able to interact with their phone or computer um i think they're i believe if i'm not mistaken mistaken one of their big pushes is for actually allowing the brain to connect to the eyes of people that have nerve damage. Oh, really? And like blind people, yeah. Huh. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know a ton about it. I haven't read a ton about it. There hasn't been a lot of official information about it. I would say ninety percent of the stuff speculation because you drop an idea like this and everyone runs away with it. Like, well, yeah, absolutely. Like, oh, um, people are going to take over. But the world. I think their first thing is just interfacing with a handheld device. Yeah, because I think that's what they want to test in the primates is can they interact with at least like. In have some form of control with just their mind over an electronic device. Another which, thing I read... I mean, that's everyone's starting. Yeah. Another thing that I read that's not... I don't know if it's official or not. Probably I probably just read it on Reddit. Mm-hmm. Um, that they're starting with 
more of like the quote unquote reptilian side of your brain, not your cortex, which does like cognitive processes. Because we understand a lot more about like motor movements than we do about thinking. Yeah. So uh, it makes sense. Again, I don't know if it's legit or not. It makes sense that we're a lot farther from reading people's minds than we are from reading their motions of their muscles from the brain side of things as opposed to from we can already yeah. do that from the muscles directly can we do it from the brain again i don't know i'm like very far from an expert on this so speaking of brains a girl that i work with at school she's currently on co-op at a bio lab i was texting her yesterday asking her something about going back to work once um school starts again but she's at a bio lab for a drug company and they turn skin cells into stem cells and then you can turn stem cells into anything so she told me that if i sent her skin cells she could make neurons out of that she can turn skin into brain that last part i kind of like took a leap i don't know i want i want to sit her down and talk to her on the podcast she said that she'd come and talk to me about it because texting her i was like i have no idea you're basically telling me that you can clone me and, and like print another copy of me. It's a good question. If someone clones you, yeah, is it is it you? No, but it's it is you. It's genetically you. It would be the same thing as an identical twin genetically. Genetically, yeah. Okay. But it would be interesting, right? If you could, I don't know if this is ethical. You could exactly clone the neurons, though. Oh, the like the, mm, the I see brain. what you're saying. The connections between the neurons. Is that you? You can't clone that though. But what if you could? Okay, but what if you could? Ah, <sighs> and the hypo. And no, and the, it wouldn't be. It really wouldn't be. It would be for probably a moment in time, but after experiences start diverging, like it's not the same person. Then it's become like an alternate reality that's converged into your reality. You ever see it's that? the very fabric of space time break. You ever see that? that show? It's on stars. I forget what it's called. And Freaking I watched morning. one episode. <laughs> it's not on Going stars. Space. <laughs> nope. Um, did I tell you about the guy at work that has the huge Rick pickle? <laughs> he sits in his desk You said chair. it's five feet long. Dude, it's so big. There's no way I can see it. I can see it across. So our like cubicles are sort of half cubicles. So if I'm standing sure. up, it's probably up to my shoulders. And the chair is chair height, right? So you can see it over. Well, I can see like half of it. So it's probably two and a half feet from chair to, to top of the cubicle. And then okay, so I can see the other big, half. Of it. I guess it's five feet tall. It's this huge ass pickle. I mean, I guess if you're going to get like something to hold your chair, I don't think he bought it. Oh, I think no. someone, I think someone else bought it and like put it in his chair while he was on vacation. Cause it popped up on uh fourth of July week which really? a lot of people weren't in for. So I'm imagining, like, I don't know. I mean, I guess there's, <clears throat> excuse me, there's never, like, a, um, there's never a time that makes sense to buy a Rick Pickle and put it in your chair at work, but uh, my intuition was that since it was a time that most people were on vacation, the fact that it showed up that week was, like, someone else put it there and he was gone and then came back and was like, this is my pickle. Now, or something along those lines. Bear with me here, but this is totally off subject, okay? I don't think we've stayed on a subject right, for more than five seconds for the last ten minutes. At at my current co-op, they have this classifieds page, which is where people can go at the company to sell stuff to other people internally and just post like kind of 
item descriptions, that kind of thing. Tell me more. You want to hear the craziest thing I saw in there? Yep. A $32,000 horse. <laughs> Who is selling it? How many people work at your company? It's, like 30 people? No, like 4,500. Oh, damn. It's pretty, I was it's off. It's a pretty big company. <laughs> I thought you worked at like... No, I mean, you're off by like at least one or two. <laughs> wow, more than 10 times as many... I was off by like were, orders of magnitude. Yeah. I literally like, thought you worked at a startup. Multiply it by like four and you were around there. Danny, before we wrap this up, because we've been, we've been talking a long time, uh, you had an idea that you wanted to tell me about. I want you to go into excruciating detail about it. Uh, but keep it, like, sort of PG-13. Oh, I see you're pointing at the, uh, the one on my <laughs> list that's a little bit... Um, All right, what is it? This isn't for the faint of heart, but it's, it's labeled as Uber Eats for Amateur Strippers. Now, at first, <laughs> at first, this may sound like some sort of site where people can eat amateur strippers. Well, it's not. It's a place where amateur strippers... Do you strippers, order them, or is it for them to get food? Oh, that's a good question. Because like, it's not clear. Is it Uber see, Eats, see, as in, like, you're ordering... Like, you're getting you go bogged on the down by like, the details of the description right now, John. What I'm talking about is a service yep. that allows interested parties mm-hmm. to, without having to go through a bigger site, where I assume the strippers that work for those sites, or we'll call them exotic dancers, where the exotic dancers that work for those sites have to pay some sort of cut to the overall site. Do you know right? how these sites work? I have no idea. Okay. I'm just I'm just guessing here by <laughs> okay. how most Allegedly, kind of Danny has no idea like how that. stripper sites work. But he's going to solve the problems that they probably have. Exactly. Okay. That I assume they have, because I totally don't know what their problems are. Um... <laughs> I well, I mean, you guys I can't see his face, but he knows that this app is going to take off, and I don't really know what's like leading him to believe, unless he knows something that I, I don't assume know. that like most businesses where there's kind of like a top dog, stripper businesses. Well, yeah, we'll call him like a like exotic a dancer. I, I, I'm pimps. just pulling a word <laughs> from the top of my head here. So there's this you top dog. Tell me what this service does at all. Okay, because I'm explaining the background <laughs> to it. You can't just start like throwing jabs my way. Oh about, my god. <laughs> about, okay. All right. Anyways, so basically, it's a place for amateur exotic dancers that want a full cut, minus the cut that obviously the app would probably take a full cut of their pay that they get from their it's expertise. Pimp. It's like a digital pimp. Yeah. And when you said it, it sounded like something people would buy. And, <laughs> and they just promote their services as exotic dancers through the app. And interested parties of such uh, mm-hmm. uh, okay, so activities it's could not... then rent through the app. When you said it's Uber Eats... For amateur strippers, it's not I was to under get the impression for the strippers, it was for John. <laughs> right, that's what I thought it was, but it's not that. It's like Everyone Uber knows eats, but instead that of any eats. self-respecting <laughs> strip club has an all-you-can-eat buffet within it. Okay, I so now I understand that it's like Uber Eats for amateur strippers in the sense that the food of Uber Eats is replaced with strippers. Yeah. So instead of getting food, 
you get strippers. Exactly. So how do they get oh, to you? Does okay. A okay. Now hear, the, hear me out. Hear me <laughs> out here. Later on in this app's lifetime, you could actually combine the two so that the food was delivered by the strippers. And you Whoa. got a two in one combo. <laughs> I call it the wombo combo. <laughs> All right, Danny. Well, on that note, uh, I think it's time to wrap things up. Hey, man. It's been a pleasure to be here. Thank you very much for having me. Thanks for coming on. Absolutely. I hope to talk to you again once your app releases and we can talk uh, all hopefully. about that thing. Hopefully it's not that far away. All right. Peace out. See ya. So that's it for today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed my conversation today with Danny McGrath. If you enjoy the podcast, don't forget to leave a rating, subscribe, whatever the features of your podcast app allow you to do to share your support for the podcast. And guys, don't forget to follow me on Twitter and Instagram if you want to stay updated with what I'm doing, what the latest is, what people I'm having podcasts with in the future. Um, my Twitter handle and Instagram handle are the same. It's John Craffy Pod, J-O-H-N-C-R-A-F-F-E-Y-P-O-D. It's the Who Are You People podcast. Thank you guys for listening, and I'll see you guys soon in the next episode. See ya.